For the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio, with your hosts Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Hello and welcome to the Way Highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio. I love it. I love that. I love that for you. I love that for you. Keep doing it. Uh, and this is the Way Highway. We're taking over the airwaves for the next hour, bringing you a cannabis comedy show. Uh, so sit back, relax imbibe if that's your groove and get ready to be entertained i'm sean cowig as always i have never been someone that wasn't sean cowig i've been sean cowig my whole life true story uh and with me as always is the fantastic Kristen sanchez hello Kristen. hello it is so good to see you again thank you as always you guys know where you can see us every time on social media. You can yes. find Sean Cowig at Sean Cowig. You can find me, Bye. Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. And Boom. you can also find The Way Highway at The Way Highway. Check it Bada out. Bada bing. Check no. us out, dudes. <laughs> uh, Kristen, I'm so excited for this week. I don't want to hold back. I just want to keep plowing forward. Let's do it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Uh, we have an incredible special guest this week. Taking, uh, uh, Neek, you're taking your second ride on the way highway, if I do believe correctly. Is that, you can talk before I introduce you. Is that correct? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah, this is my All second right. time. Good to see you guys. Taking oh, a ride on the way highway for the second time, the one and only Neek Versteeg. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yay, uh, how are back. you guys? Well, you know, we're great. So good. I'm good. It's so good. So good. Um. <laughs> So, Neek, we brought you on here to talk about an incredible show that you're doing coming up. Um, but I'm, ooh, am I going to bury the lead or am I not going to bury the lead? I think I'm, I am going to bury the lead because I'm not going to say it yet. Okay. Because the first thing that we have to do is a little segment called Product Review. <laughs> um, and Neek, you're involved in this Product Review segment. Uh, because the okay. other day, yeah, you, you were there when it all went down. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, what is known as the zeitgeist or the zortgorst, as I like to call it sometimes when I, mm-hmm. uh, on purpose mispronounce zeitgeist. Um, and so I was in a dispensary. And I was just like looking at flour and I saw one that just looked incredible. Like just a, a, a jar of an eighth and they had the little thing next to it that you like pick up the little clear plastic thing. And like the top of it is uh, is like kind of like a microscope so you can look in it. Do you know what, do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, kind of yeah. like you're looking at Good. like a trying to see if a diamond's any good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they just put, like, one of those on there for you, and you're just like, ah, I see it through here, but now I can see it really well. Yeah. I can see the Are you carrots. sure you just don't need glasses, Sean? Do they uh, do they just, like, bring that out just for you? Oh, here's the guy who can never see the weed. <laughs> <laughs> you just... Oh, my God. Where is it? I can't see it. It's in there, sir. Where? <laughs> okay, get him, get him the microscope. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know that it's me. I wear contact lenses, so if I also need reading glasses on top of my contact lenses, that's when you know you have a problem, right? <laughs> um. So this strain that I looked at that was amazing was cereal milk, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh hell yeah!" Um. And so let me just tell you first a little bit about cereal milk, um, because that's my job. And uh, then we'll get back to what happened next that you, where you come into the story, Neek. Um, so cereal milk, uh, 
is a hybrid marijuana strain uh, from Cookies, right? It's uh, you make it by crossing Wildlife, which is already a cross of Cookies and Cherry Pie, with Snowman. So it's a cross of cookies plus cherry pie, and you cross that with snowman, and it becomes a sativa-dominant cookies fino. Uh, cereal milk has a loud flavor, sweet, it's milky, it's ice creamy, um, and uh, you can expect those dense quality nugs. Uh, it says they, they're dripping with trichromes which is clearly what I was seeing with my, like, these are crystally and delicious. Your prospector's uh, you glass. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, oh, that's gold <laughs> in this river, friend. Gold nuggets. Ah, cereal milk. Um, and so uh, the good feelings, the good vibes that cereal milk will provide for you, uh, relaxation, um, you can expect to get giggly. And according to Leafly, you just might get aroused. I'm not, you know, that's it's up to you. It's up to you. You know, you never know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, that's uh, so silly. <laughs> what? Why is that listed uh, like? <laughs> hey, hey, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, so be careful. Maybe, maybe try it alone first before you try it in public. Um, and uh, <laughs> Leafly also says that uh, the flavors that. Um, are dominant in it are vanilla butter and just like a general sweetness. Um, 13% of people say that it helps with anxiety. 7% of people say it helps with depression and 7% say it helps with stress. Um, and then the other percent are like, we don't know. Um, it sure was <laughs> weed. That's the other percent. I got high. Uh, <laughs> So then, Neek, the other day, we're together, uh, and we're walking down Magnolia, and there's the ounce, and you're going to go in and grab something, and I said, hey, get some cereal milk. Everybody's talking about it, <laughs> I think is what I said to you. Yeah, and my first thought was, we're at the wrong shop for that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know that that's a thing now that you can get? Uh, I I did not know it existed. You can literally get cereal milk. Like you can go in, and it'll be like Fruit Loops, and it's milk, but it's it's milk that's made to taste like what the milk at the end of your bowl of a specific cereal tastes like. Did you know that? Wow, did not know. You that. Did not know I feel that. sorry for the. I feel sorry for the poor guy somewhere in the Midwest who's having to eat all that cereal <laughs> and save the milk at the bottom because it's the best bit. Oh my God. And you just got to pour that the out only way and then to just make fill it. up another. <laughs> well, I just gotta, I gotta eat forty-five bowls of Fruit Loops a day to get a good gallon of milk. Oh boy. Uh... Yeah, rough. Not a great job. Not a great job. You know, beginning of your workday, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> End of the work day, not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Oh not a break for lunch? I don't even want a break for lunch. <laughs> Have you ever had to eat something in a thing that you've been um, filming? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It's... Yeah, well, I used to be in a, in a school drama that, uh -huh. um, called Wolf Blood. That, so we yeah. had loads yeah. of scenes in the dinner hall. And when we filmed the first season... We, the school was still an active school, so we had to film the dinner hall scenes on a Sunday when there was no student seating in there, which meant we had to film all of the dinner scenes for each uh, block on yeah. one Sunday. So we had to eat like eight or nine school dinners in one day, Ooh. cold. Like, uh, it, was, it was a scary oh, experience. No. I mean, you learned a lot from... I was young at the time, and I learned yeah. from like some of the older actors... Who would, who would be like, you know, just be careful about what you eat. They were like, get loads of beans, like green beans. Just stir the green beans around a bit. Put them in your mouth. Don't touch the mince. Don't go anywhere near the mince. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, okay, good. Oh, my uh, God. That's so uh, funny. One time I had to down a, a beer. Um, I think the scene was I had to, my character had a heart transplant. So I had this medication. If I drank, I'd be sick. So. I had to drink this pint of beer and then throw up in a plant pot. 
but they had me drink non-alcoholic beer, which, as we know, Sean, there's now loads of great options. But right. circa 2010 yeah. in England, there was Caliber, which was made oh, by Guinness and yeah. tasted like liquid bread, right? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, Caliber is not It was just great. awful. Uh, I had to drink a pint of Caliber, like down it in three gulps, oh. and then pretend to vomit. And I just straight up. It, <laughs> Sometimes it you came, need to it pretend. It just came back up. Hey. <laughs> That's method, and I threw baby. up in the plant pot. Oh, amazing! Man, everyone was like, "Man, Neek is a good actor." <laughs> method, method. Yeah. damn, doing it. I'm sure there may have been. However, we still had to reshoot the shot where I vomited because it was off camera. So I still oh, had to deal no. with the oh, drink a bit man. of soup and then spit the soup out. <laughs> Come on! Oh. 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 yeah. I uh, I was in a, uh, a a commercial once that ended up never airing, which really pissed me off because <laughs> I, I one i didn't get the buyout and two everything i'm about to tell you all happened with like no benefit oh, um, God, oh no. so it was it was like uh it was for an office like supply delivery like basically amazon but just for office stuff right mm-hmm. and so like the the idea is i bring all my stuff from the office home and i've set up an entire office in the living room of the apartment i share with this other guy so he comes out uh fresh out of the shower and is like what the hell's going on here and i turn around and use one of those like uh paper cutters like the um like the guillotine arm oh, uh-huh. paper cutters you know what i'm talking about to yeah. cut a sandwich in half yep. and take the bite <laughs> of the sandwich but like it's just like it's a commercial so it's just that short scene and it's the first bite of the sandwich so they had to keep making a new sandwich that i'd cut in half and take the first bite of so i took so many first bites of that sandwich uh which you know was probably uh it was definitely craft singles it was definitely (laughs) wonder bread and it was definitely like whatever bologna you can find that is the cheapest bologna you can find uh and so when we were like okay now we're gonna break for lunch it was like guys i'm i I don't want lunch i'm done thank you though i'll take a plate to go um way highway baby tangents only hilarious so neek i send you into the ounce yes you did to be like hey go get some cereal milk uh, and you ended up with a joint and just tell me about it because <laughs> we don't remember. The, nobody remembers the brand. That's how good it was. Just tell us a little bit about the about the thing. Oh, it was extraordinary. It's, yeah. it's a nameless product, but it yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like it was strong, but like, but not too strong. I mean, I only like, you know, um, get them to just like to go to sleep at night because I have a little yeah. bit of trouble with working late and then I end up staying up to like three o'clock in the morning and then I've got to be up at eight and I'm like, for fuck's yeah. sake, I'm, I'm knackered. Um, yeah. Oh, sh- sugar. Am I, am I allowed to swear? You can fucking swear, swear all I- you want. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right, okay. I, so dude, Honestly, I did not pick up on the actual <laughs> swear and I thought that you were like, oh no, can I say knackered on here? And I'm like, I don't like, <laughs> I think so. I like, what is it? I mean, no one will understand what it means, but <laughs> what is knackered? What does that translate to? Uh, no, you're fine. Please swear a lot. So knackered essentially means shagged, which essentially means tired. Ah, so okay. <laughs> you okay. cannot say tired on the way highway. Oh, yeah, it's the Come one on. rule, though. Sorry. Uh, so okay, you so have tangents only. Yeah, ten- <laughs> we're only doing tangents today. <laughs> Yeah, so I got joy. this joint, and you know, yeah. only smoke it at nighttime, right before bed, just to kind of send me and my wife off. And um, and we found it to be really nice, actually. Yeah. This cereal milk is as, as weird as the name sounds. It's mm-hmm. it's really good. It was quite like kind of like relaxing, very yeah. much like what I needed to go to sleep, even though it's not like a sleepy weed per se. Like it, yeah, it just like kind of relaxed me. Took it's interesting that you said seven percent of people thought it was good for stress and anxiety because mm-hmm. right now just with a lot of stress with the show going on and everything. Yeah. And like, I keep trying to rehearse it at two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, no, go to bed. Yeah. And this just really kind of took all of that away and out of my mind and just like allowed me to relax and fall asleep to friends. So hell yeah, it was, it was good. And it was strong. I mean, it took, it took us a good 
four days to finish that one joint, I think. I love Amazing. that. Kristen does not understand. Yeah, no, that concept. <laughs> I'm like doing a whole joint by myself, just smoking it down like a fucking cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, hybrids. I mean, hybrids, because I, I think that people, um, you know, you hear indica sativa and then you're like, you know, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to go up or do I want to go down? Uh, but like, I, I've had some of the greatest high experiences by picking up a hybrid, whether it be sativa dom or indica dom, you get a little mix and you're having a really good time. That's, that's my advice. Anyway, if you're having mm-hmm. trouble finding, like, you're like, I don't know, sativa, I go to up indica, I just fall asleep. Get yourself a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a hybrid, my friends. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I get you have a lot of stress going on because of a show, which is a fantastic segue to take us to our first break here on the way highway. <laughs> and then when we get back from that break, we are going to talk about the show. Cool. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. You're listening to Adobe Radio, and this is The Way Highway, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Way Highway. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and this week our special guest is Neek. Yeah! Hello. <laughs> All right, dude. This is awesome. You're, you got a show coming up. <laughs> yes. It's a very diehard Christmas. It's you're a in, very diehard Christmas. You're in a very diehard Christmas. <laughs> Certainly am. Diehard. Yeah, a very diehard Christmas. The, the Christmas parody musical of Die Hard. Ah, I love it. I love it. I so absolutely much. love it. Um, um because when, a... when you eventually do have to um crawl over glass, is it broken ornaments? And well. I'm not going to ruin anything. Shut up, Kristen. You guys just tell me how it goes. I want to I wanna hear all the stuff. Tell me everything. Right now, it's somewhere in between real broken glass and Lego bricks. We still haven't worked it out. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, uh, Die Hard, the movie that a lot of people say is the best Christmas movie of all time, and mm-hmm. all of the other people say it's not a Christmas movie. Is now it's a stage musical. It is a very it's a Christmas, Christmas musical. It's, like, it's a Christmas <laughs> musical. It's for Christmas. Uh, and not only are you in it, you're John McClane. Certainly, I'm. Hell yeah! Uh, so, h- how did this all come together? How did you end up? Um, What's go? What's go? What's going on? Tell us the story. So fun. I mean, it was it was kind of crazy, you know. Um, so kind of back end of last year, um, I'd I'd met this uh, this this gentleman who's the director of the show, Sandro Manetti. He's come to see um, the show that I was last on this podcast, actually uh, uh, promoting the Tommy Cooper show that you directed, yes. Sean. Yes. Um, he came to see that, and that's that's how I got to know him, and um, and then uh, through joining BAFTA and him mm-hmm. him being uh, involved with BAFTA, kind of saw him all around that, and um, and we, we we struck up a good like working friendship, and uh, the um, Sandro is like a, a man of multifaceted talents. It seems like he kind of yeah. does everything, and he's kind of a wonderfully creative guy, and and he came to me with this idea. Um, kind of loosely you know i'm i'm you know a relatively young actor never been offered a role before in my life so i was very very coy about it he kind of came to me with the script of a very diehard christmas as it, the original script as it was from um, written by jeff shell and the habit and um and i read it and he was like let me know if you'd be interested in playing john mclean and i was like oh fuck like i mean <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd of course be in you know, at least slightly interested in the in the prospect of playing one of my ultimate childhood heroes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yes. but yeah, I'll yeah. read the script. Yeah. <laughs> and so I read it and I kinda I kinda phrased it as like, you know, I'd absolutely love the opportunity to audition for you. Like this would be yeah. amazing. And then he was like, Okay, great. And then um and then months went by and 
he kind of kept sending me little rewrites to the script that he'd made, ideas uh-huh. for casting the other roles and other people that he tapped up. You know, we've got playing Holly and my my John McLean's wife in the in the musical is is Lauren Samuels, who is a mm-hmm. like a bona fide star of the London West End. Um, yeah. She's of played course. Sandy in Greece. She's played yeah. the lead in We Will Rock You. She's, you know, she's been all over the West End in various shows. She was discovered by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm-hmm. And so kind of heard her name thrown out there. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then it kind of became clear <laughs> moving into the middle of the year that I was cast. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was thinking the whole time, like, I really hope that he asks me to audition because this is great reading all the scripts and all of that. And then, And then he was it kind of turned into like so when would be good to rehearse for for you and i was like okay no i'm 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 playing this guy i'm i'm, I'm doing this oh, hell yeah and and yeah just all it kind of came happened very like organically and um and we all sort of came together had a read through um in july time i think it was uh, we had a first read uh, where we just had myself um lauren who's playing holly and uh, jesse merlin who was playing hans gruber Mm-hmm. We just had the three of us cast. That was it. None of the other parts had been cast, and and then um, came the 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 single that got written into the into the show. Yes, yes, which was <laughs> which was crazy. Um, yeah. So you know, John McLean's big solo number that that got written by um, uh, some friends of Sandro, uh, Ian Hooper, and Andy Flynn, who who wrote the song, and it's it's called "I'm John McLean." And it's a proper, it's a, it's John's big call to action where he has to, you know, kind of buck up, pull himself together and, and go and kill some Germans. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's a song about like finding your courage and all of that. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I got played a, a piano accompaniment and the songwriter singing the song and um, had that to go off. And I was visiting family in England for a few weeks in the summer. And Sandra was like, why don't you go and see Ian in Blackpool? And we'll record the thing. We'll release it as a single for charity to raise money for aphasia sufferers, which is the condition that Bruce Willis sadly has. Mm-hmm. And in England, it's a big deal to go for Christmas number one with a charity single, like a comedy song. Um, and uh, yeah. and we have a big tradition of like kind of pushing for Christmas number one. So that's what we're doing over in England. We've released the song worldwide through uh, AWOL Records. Um, it's available on iTunes, Apple Music, wherever you get your uh get your music um spotify and all the rest of them mm-hmm. and um yeah and now we're rehearsing the show and we're going to do a christmas parody musical of die hard so it's <laughs> fucking amazing. amazing that's so cool that's so amazing cool. you have a single out yeah it's crazy you i have can't a single out. I, can i ask i if still the can't words, get my head around it yippee kaye merry christmas are in it somewhere <laughs> because um, I would I if not maybe throw it on an ornament and I'll buy it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea I mean right now they're in it they're just not right next to each other you know we definitely <laughs> say yippee Kaye. we definitely say Merry Christmas just maybe not at the same time yeah yeah right. yeah that's fair that's fair that's fair <laughs> typically those words don't go in the same sentence but yeah no I get it um <laughs> Touching on the single uh, real quick again, because you don't just have a single, you have a music video. Yes. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, Come on. we, we recorded a, a music video. Again, going with the, the, the parody style. I mean, there's, there's a thing in the musical that John McClane, and in the film, actually, John McClane keeps getting referred to by the terrorists as a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is that the... Um, the, the, the the cowboy trope he kind of takes on and so it, yeah. it's like a, it's in the style of like a country western um kind of song and forgive me sean i've forgotten what the question is because there's someone talking on the stairs and i was worried they were going to come upstairs <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's fine oh, no I, I just you're doing the thing i just wanted you to talk about the music video how that went down that's right yeah the music video. so yeah so the it turns out our costume designer um, has a horse ranch up in Vasquez Rocks, which, funnily enough, is where they filmed all of the alien planets in the original Star Trek Amazing. Uh, in yes. the 60s. Because it's just so up fun. in LA County, not far away, and it looks like yeah. an alien planet. Um, <laughs> so we so we managed to film like a cowboy, like a Western movie, silent film parody 
um, mm-hmm. on this horse ranch where where John McLean's damsel gets gets kidnapped by a masked bandit and he has to try and rescue her while getting everything wrong on an imaginary horse and then he finds a real horse. I mean, it's it's got everything. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Because uh, the beginning, correct me if I'm wrong, the beginning of the video, you're riding up on an imaginary horse a la Monty Python. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had to pay tribute to the, the greats of Monty Python, yeah. Of yeah. course. Brilliant. Brilliant. Are um, you holding coconuts or simply referencing the sound? <laughs> simply how, referencing how the referential. sound, How yeah. referential. Excellent, excellent, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the the single is available wherever you get um, your singles, uh, including Apple, Spotify. Uh, the video version is available on YouTube. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, the song is called "I'm John McClane," and if you buy it from Apple, download it from Apple, pay for it because you'll be giving to a a, a charity which yeah. is fantastic. Yes, yeah, the, the money goes towards uh, uh, NETA, which is the Northeast Trust for Aphasia. So it's actually mm-hmm. quite nice for me because it's um, it's actually raising money for people in Newcastle, where I'm from. So, oh, And that great. was by complete coincidence. We we reached yeah. out to the National Association or the, the like the National Centre for Aphasia in England, and it just so happened to be in Newcastle. So they were like, oh, he's a Geordie? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Get, get him to sing it. We'll do it. <laughs> Amazing. I love love that. Um, So now uh, back to the, the play itself. Um, You're, you're doing a a few shows of a very diehard Christmas. uh, Which is the coolest fucking shit. That's so cool. Fantastic. (laughs) Where are you doing this show? We're performing the show at theater 40 in Beverly Hills. Uh, And the reason for that is it is the closest theater in the world to Nakatomi Plaza. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think it's called Nakatomi. Is it called Nakatomi Plaza anymore? It's called like It no. was never Plaza. called Nakatomi Plaza. It was, it was never it was called never Nakatomi called Plaza. No. It's ah, just in the film. Yeah, and it's like part of It was of the a, Fox building. Yes, yeah. there you go. I was like, God, what building was it? I want to say. But it, it's not owned by them anymore, though, because yeah. we had actually asked them. We'd ask them for permission to drop a fake body off the top and film it falling down <laughs> ah. <laughs> to project ah. on, the, on the stage for the end of the show. Oh, and oh um, sadly, they said no. <laughs> so I can't funny. imagine why. I... <laughs> so silly. That... Could you imagine oh, trying to explain that to everyone? Like... I know office buildings don't have like an overhead announcement thing, but like, hello class, just so everyone's uh, aware, uh, don't be frightened. No one has given up. We're simply <laughs> dropping off a mannequin <laughs> off the side of the building. Do not be concerned. This is not real. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. That would be an amazing announcement. And I also wonder... Um, because this is what I know, right? So for the past however many years that I've lived in like a um, like a company managed apartment complex, mm-hmm. uh, the fire alarms go off in a way where they're crazy and they have voices that are literally telling you to get out of the building. And I, <laughs> I've, I've never listened. I've never listened. <laughs> And I do wonder if people are desensitized to the point where, like, a body, a body, quote unquote, body could fall, and people would be like, "Huh," and then just like go back to their computer and doing whatever. I would hope not. Yeah, but I, <laughs> but right, but I just don't know. Um, that's incredible, Neek. Uh, uh, if people are in LA, when can they see this show? So the show opens on December the 10th. We only have three dates. We have December the 10th, December the 17th, and December the 20th. Um, And as I understand it, there are only tickets left for December the 20th. I think we're already sold out for the 10th and 17th. So if anyone wants to come, December the 20th is the day. Although I do do believe we're trying to start a little bit of a Christmas tradition here. So um, I'd expect us to hopefully all going well do this again next year. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a, a specific Christmas show isn't really one that you can just do an extension, huh? 
because it's like specific. You wouldn't want to extend yeah. uh, like, and then we'll just do this Christmas show to February. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, well, and we we had the option of doing it a, a couple more nights, um, mm-hmm. but we we decided kind of especially once the first two sold out, they were like, do you want to do those two extra nights? But we'd rather play that, you know, open to it to three packed houses and like, yeah. cause it's comedy and it's, you know, it's daft and it's like airplane or a low, a low. And so we've got like, you know, the audience kind of participation element is going to be really aided by, by, by a full house. So I thought we'd just go oh. with that. So like yeah. you guys have built in um, almost like Rocky horror picture show like moments where like people I'm uh if are you familiar with the things that they do in Rocky Horror? I've only seen the film. Okay so during the show of Rocky Horror Picture Show it is very interactive and typically Mm. when you go to the show they will like have a little like kit that you can buy if you want to be interactive so it's like if you want to like throw candy at a certain point they have like the little candy in there and they have like a little like list of like when you're supposed to yell like and when they say like red, the whole thing you're supposed to yell like slut and asshole and like it's a whole thing it tells you like the list <laughs> okay. of all of the things that you're supposed to shout at the performers and or throw at the performers and when that's supposed to happen Amazing. um rocky oh, war wow. <laughs> yeah that might make it into the sequel we don't quite go that far but yeah i like it we're building uh, to next year yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I was about to unbury the lead oh. uh, because I was about to start being like, well, Neek, you do spend uh, most of the show up kind of like in the audience and then you come down. So I'm sure you'll be interacting uh, with them. And I certainly know that when I sing my solo, I'm looking at audience members because what happened last week? bro <laughs> amazing <laughs> the, most, the most amazing thing happened last week i think you're fine no it was insane yeah it was wild uh last week i uh i got in touch with neek to ask um to do this podcast way highway mm-hmm. listeners that you're listening to right now so this happened last week and a half an hour after this happened last week, Nick texted me to ask me to be in the show. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I think I think I texted you. I think I texted you saying, "How's your German accent? Yep. And can you sing?" Yep. And you were like, "I I could I do both in in sketch comedy. I I I could do both." And so I was like, "How do you feel about playing Hans Gruber?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure your response was, I thought you were going to say, like, Henchman 3. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I swore that you were just going to ask me to play yeah. a side character, and I was still going to be He's over here hoping to get the role and... of, the, like, the guy that played the, ba- or that was the actual real-life ballerina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that right? dude that was, the like, long, the, blonde yeah, hair. Long, blonde hair oh, that was yeah. serious and, like, mm-hmm. what, just psycho. Real that, life ballerina. That guy was Pretty the cool. real villain of <laughs> Die Hard. Hans Gruber was a puppy. <laughs> was a sweetheart compared to that guy. But, oh, you know, so John McClane did kill his brother immediately. So he just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he lost it. He lost it. But not a good person. <laughs> not a good person. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, Neek asked me to play Hans Gruber, and now Amazing. I've been Hans Grubering for the now past. Now you're grooving week. on up. Now I'm grooving on yeah. up. I'm in this show. <laughs> I mean, it's, this it, show. it's been amazing, honestly. I mean, you know, when 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 Sandra called to say that, you know, um, Jesse Merlin, who had been playing Hans Gruber, had been offered um, one of the roles of a lifetime, like one of his dream yeah. roles, and. And so I had to had to jump ship and, and and go and do that, which you know these things happen with live theatre. But yep. when yep. when when he contacted me and was like, "Have you got any names?" and we were, we were just in mad panic trying to trying to find someone. And just when when Nicole was like, "Ask Sean," I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I'll put Sean's name in." And you know, Sandro's seen Sean act before. He's in in the show that we did together, um, Chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so he he knew and trusted that Sean could pick it right up, and I mean it's been great ever since. I mean your first day, you, you 
you got offered the role on the morning of tech, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amazing. I got the script on the morning of tech. <laughs> uh, I love that, that was the first time I read the script was on the morning of tech, which, you know, uh, Way Highway listeners, if um, you're not, you know, into, uh, you know, acting theater, uh, it normally doesn't go that way. <laughs> no, no. That's yeah, not, I mean, they've just heard know, me talk about how I got the script back in January. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, very true, very, very true. Oh, uh, but so dude, funny. I like it. What a time! And it's so funny. And I, I just can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to do this show with you. I'm, I'm incredibly excited. And like, like you said, uh, John McClane, childhood hero, Hans Gruber, uh, I don't even know how to describe it because I almost want to describe Hans Gruber as another childhood hero, but like that's weird because he's a villain. But like, kind of is though, isn't he? He's the best. Hans Gruber's the best. Like one of the so best funny. characters of all time. One of the best villains of all time. Alan Rickman mm-hmm. is just one of the best a, falls a, of all time. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. My. Yep. Uh... I don't have to say Sean's fall is particularly extraordinary. Oh, I am so excited. <laughs> I <laughs> I want to hear everything. I love it so much. I, I hope that you guys also do the like, so you guys know the story about how they were like, oh, we're going to release you on three, one, two. And that's how they got the shot. Um, because he was like, don't you drop me on, until like he, he was <laughs> like, mm. and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Whoa. so they pulled he, a fast one. Yes. So his oh. facial expression is legitimate and real because they fucked with him. Oh, uh, so <laughs> he, he was, he was Damn. thinking that they were going to pull it on three and it was getting prepped and then they pulled it on two. And that's why he has that face. And it's chef's kiss. Perfect. Amazing. That's pretty incredible for a movie where I'm going to count to three is actually a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then they <laughs> they just didn't do it for him because <laughs> he does he like <laughs> he counts to three for takagi and he counts to three for ellis yeah yeah i think he does i, I believe so like counting to three is a thing <laughs> well wow. maybe that's why they didn't count to three maybe they didn't want to take his thing away they were like one two that, 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 or maybe they <laughs> figured just like it, just release it Right, he would have known by now that like one, two, three. Sometimes you don't get to three, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we're go, Alan. We're going to count to three. He should have immediately been like, something. No, they're not. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to count to three. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. It's one of those moments where I'm like, I wonder if he had a sibling. Because if he had a sibling, he'd be like, Mm-mm, nope, not a chance. Y'all yeah, are lying. Yeah. You guys are fucking with right. me. <laughs> But if he didn't right. have like a sibling, maybe it was an only child yeah. energy. Wait, he does like, have a sibling though. It's Jeremy Irons. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. That's <laughs> Jeremy Irons in Die Hard 3, right? It's Jeremy Irons, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, uh, so yeah. Funny. That, uh, uh, he's Peter Gruber. <laughs> He's hot. That's right, Peter Gruber's Gruber. That's brother. Right. <laughs> I can never remember his name. <laughs> So but good. true to the Gruber fashion, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about John McClane. I'm just trying to get these gold bars. <laughs> That's all. I love it. That. That's all. That and that, I love that you brought that up because it's like Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance. We don't talk about Die Hard two. <laughs> talk about Die Hard two. Nobody talks about it. You can bring up Live Free or Die Hard. I don't even know what the name of the one after that is. We don't talk about that <laughs> I think one it's either. A, a good harder. day to die hard. A good day to die hard. Thank you. It is right. Yeah. We go die hard with a vengeance. Maybe live free or that's all they did. You won't. It's just like kingdom of the crystal skull. I don't oh. believe you. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And that's how I remember it. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, amazing. Uh, a very diehard Christmas coming to theater 40. 
Uh, that you don't even try 10th and 17th, my dudes, but get your tickets for the 20th. If you're in the LA area and you want to come out for, you want to come out to the coast, <laughs> get together and have a few laughs. I stole your line. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. Who do you think you are? Just, just another orphan of a bankrupt culture? Another John Wayne? Woo! <laughs> oh, woo! Yes! Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick break here on the Way Highway. But uh, don't move a muscle. We're going to come back. We'll still have Neek. We'll still have Kristen. I'll still be here. And we're gonna um we're gonna do a little uh, a little quizaroonie, if you will, a little a little <laughs> a little quiz. Yeah, uh, you're listening to I Don't Be Radio. This is the Way Highway. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Way Highway. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and with us this week is Meek, aka John McClain. Um, Okay, so this is what I want to do. Die Hard is a movie. Die Hard is now a stage musical. Uh, (laughs) I found a BuzzFeed article that talks about other movies that were made into stage musicals. And the cool (laughs) thing about BuzzFeed is they do it in a which do you like better, which do you think is better type thing. And there are results so we can see what the BuzzFeed readership thinks along with our own opinions Mm -hmm. uh this is where i want to start because neek you know the answer to this and i'm always confused uh (laughs) so we've got charlie and the chocolate factory the Mm -hmm. movie or the stage musical now buzzfeed is very clear to say that they're talking about the 1971 film starring gene wilder not the 2005 vehicle with Johnny Depp uh, versus the stage musical Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the name of the movie. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the name of the stage musical. You know why that is. I don't. Neek, can you clear this up for me? <laughs> so the book's obviously called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? Right. All of that. Yes. However, when they were making the film in 1971 or whatever it was. Um, Mm -hmm. Forgive me, I don't know the name of the chocolate company, but essentially the concept for why they originally wanted to make that film was to sell chocolate bars. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so whatever chocolate company, I can't remember which one it was, they made those chocolate bars. Wonka? Wonka bars? Yeah, yeah. But but it was a company that made Wonka chocolate bars, right? Oh, okay. Okay, and so the company was called Wonka chocolate Wonka. bars. Yeah, yeah. The, the company. It's not Cadbury's, but it's, it might be Kraft or something like that. But right. where they made okay. the Wonka bars, and mm-hmm. I believe they may have been bankrolling some of the movie as well. But I'm not sure. Not too sure about that. Sure. But it was something to do with that. They had some, for some reason they had a lot of power in in say, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make these Wonka bars that looked like the golden tickets to sell when the movie came out and they become this big thing. Yeah. So they didn't want the movie to be called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because they're trying to sell bars that are called Wonka. So they changed the name of the movie to be Willy Wonka so that the Wonka bars would sell better. Funny. Wow. It was Nestle. Is that carried out? That, oh, Nestle. Nestle? Nestle. Mm-hmm. Sons of bitches. And that carried through, right? So, so the Gene Wilder movie is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The Johnny Depp one is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, and no, no, that one's the, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That one's Charlie. So yes. the Depp one is Charlie. The Gene Wilder one is Willy. And then mm-hmm. what is the new Timothy Chalamet? Wonka. One. It's just yeah. Wonka. It's like a prequel, I think. But it's it's like a prequel, yeah. that one, I think. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, boy. it's got like some oh, prequel boy. components to it. And evidently it's a musical. Okay. I'm going to see it on Friday. Right, we'll yeah. see. You're going to see it on Friday? Well, we'll have to catch up. Yeah. And um, Sandro's I'm, doing I'm, the, I'm, the Q&A. Oh, fun. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Is is Timothy going to be there? I don't think don't so. Know. I think it's the director. <laughs> ah, Timothy. Oh, Timothy. <laughs> uh, okay. Sean's just so, a really big Chalamet fan. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm, dude, he's I'm a, disappointed when he realizes he can't see I'm a Chalamaniac. <laughs> um, what do we think is better? The 1971 movie, the musical, 
or the third option, I like the 2005 version. What do you got? What do you got? It's Gene Wilder. All the yeah, way. I was going to say, so yeah. you're wrong if you don't like the Gene Wilder one. <laughs> like <it's> yeah. just, <laughs> you're just wrong. Yeah. Like, sorry. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but like, and you know, the kid, the kid in that one never grew up to be an actor, did not want to be an actor. Just did that film, oh, wow. grew up and did a regular job. Oh, that's oh. so interesting. Well, uh, good news, according to this viewership, 71% of people that voted are all about Gene Wilder. Okay, 22%. Well, those people are correct. Dude. What's going on with 20, the other 29% like? Dude, 22% say they like the 2005 version and then only 7% like the musical. I feel like the people that Yo. like the Johnny Depp version are like book purists because it was more oh, like weird. the book. But like... Very strange. Yeah. Or they're just Johnny Depp fans. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. There's those guys too. I'd rather be a Gene Wilder fan. <laughs> Very strange. Okay, let's do another one because we've already kind of mentioned this, right? Mm -hmm. What do we like better? Monty Python and the Holy Grail or mm -hmm. Monty Python Spamalot? So Spamalot... Both. I will both. say has Just an both. ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like the lack of ending in the movie? Well, I mean, I, it's, it's it's so silly. It's so silly. I mean, so it's silly. it's the it's part of it. But I, I will say that uh, Spamalot has that, and then also has um, a couple of more um, larger roles for some ladies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, and sure. they are some pretty great sure. songs in there uh for for the ladies there's like the song that never ends this yep. is the song that <laughs> never ends it's just so good it's so good um i think the the for me the movie um i just saw it at a time when like i was figuring out what i wanted to do with totally. my life which was yeah. this you know and so seeing it uh a lot of things like the lack of horses in the coconuts and like mm -hmm. the ending that isn't really an ending. They are all just getting yeah. arrested and <laughs> taken away. Uh, it was eye-opening and sort of a like, oh shit, you can do that yeah. kind of way, you know? And you know they just couldn't afford horses. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. why That's why they did that. Yep. They just they, straight yep. up like, we can't afford a horse. They couldn't really. afford an ending either. <laughs> yep. They, they ran out of money. couldn't afford to have the costumes be built. So instead of wearing chain armor, they're wearing, um, it's a, like, a, I think it's like macrame. It's, yeah. it's like knit. So like, yeah. that's also <laughs> why you can't hear them jangling about, which is also yeah. a good thing. <laughs> Just oh, so good. So, so good. Okay, let's view these results. Okay, so very close. Very close. According to the BuzzFeed readership, 57% of voters like the movie better, 43% the musical. So very close. Uh, but, you know, it's hard. That movie's such a classic. And then mm -hmm. the musical is also so good. What, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? This voting makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Um, here's another one that I I don't quite understand the extent of it i didn't know and also neek we're connected again uh because this one has three parts uh do you like the little mermaid right do you like the little mermaid the musical or did you like the live action little mermaid what do we got what do we got what do you think i didn't even know there was a musical I did not know there was a Little Mermaid musical. Yeah, our, our, our friend Victor, um, it was the first thing he was ever in was The Little Mermaid. <laughs> really? Cool. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, The Little was Mermaid that, was, has, huh. like, when they swim, <laughs> they either have them on wires or on rollerblades. Um, Wait, so, are you so being serious right now? Yep, I am being serious. <laughs> just tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah, that's just fun. <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Oh, so funny. 
okay, listen, 89% like the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost an, like, come on. The original <laughs> animated, yeah? Original animated movie. Okay, yeah. yes. No, n- people didn't like the live action movie. And I feel bad about it, but. I liked the live great. action movie. It's It was the first time that I ever got to see, like, a prince having a want song that was, like, very much, like, turning the situation on its head. Because typically it's, like, the girl that's yeah. like, I want to be loved forever. And then it's like, oh, no, it was the dude this time. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was, was a nice little twisty brewski. Yeah. Live action animals that talk freak me out. I will say I'm afraid of fish in real life. So I was uh, like, oh, no. (laughs) They made them look real. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't like because even seeing the. um, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it out. Just seeing the previews for that uh, newer Will Ferrell movie with the dog strays. Stray. Kind of freaks me Mm -hmm. out. Kind of freaks me out when the the dog's mouths are moving. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's weird. I don't know. I don't, it's like, I'm not saying like I, I I wouldn't like the film or I wouldn't find it funny. Simply saying the mouth moving of an animal in a live action gives movie. you like uncanny I'm valley. Like, yeah. I'm like, Are you worried weird. it would make your own dog more boring to you, Sean? If you watched a film oh, with maybe. dogs that can talk, would <laughs> you then look my dog looks like... like the lead of Strays, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't talk oh, like him. Man. No, he doesn't talk like him at all. He should though. If my dog started yeah. talking, I think maybe I'd be okay. I'd become more familiar with it, and then everything would be all right. Uh, <laughs> last one, last one, only because I didn't know this existed either. There's the wedding singer. And also, there's the Wedding Singer, the musical comedy. I did not know there was a what? Wedding Singer musical. Really? Huh. That's right. interesting. Yeah, dude. Neek, we got to get the rights and we got to do it next. We're starting on a path to doing <laughs> parody musical <laughs> comedies, bro. Uh, Why stop? Why we're stop? Doing we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, unfortunately, according to the BuzzFeed readers... 87% go with the movie and only 13% the musical. But I think if we did it, I mean, we could everyone's knock it out of the park. Like only waiting for that one song. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe 87% of people just haven't, like us, haven't heard of the fact that totally. there is a musical. Don't they know didn't exists. know. They just didn't know. Um, all right. We're out of time this week. Nick, thank you so much for being here. Uh, oh, thank and, you guys. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, and uh, break all of the legs and congratulation on the single. And uh, and I'm I'm sorry in advance if I fuck anything up, but I just got the script <laughs> script last week and I'm all knackered. <laughs> uh, yeah, make sure fun. you listen. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> make sure you listen to the Way Highway each and every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Go to the place where you get your podcasts, download episodes. Uh, Kristen, get us out of here. If you would like to follow us on social media, you could follow Sean Cowick at Sean Cowick. You could follow me, Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. And Neek, where can they follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Neek V on Instagram or Neek Versteeg on what used to be called Twitter. <laughs> X! Uh, get out to X uh, this is going to be so awesome if you get a chance buy some of those tickets for the December 20th show yes. um, and yeah thank you all for listening thank you Nice Guy Digital, thank you Adobe Radio thank you Bernie and Jelly as always for your hard work um, and thank you Gregory Jenkins for your wicked cool tunes and thank all of you for listening catch you next week goodbye